0: Opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the host and are not representative of their employers, spouses, or associates. If you haven't gathered from the title, the language used on the show is akin to that of a high school boys' locker room. Listener discretion is advised. The advice given in this podcast is worth what you pay for it, which is nothing. Hello everybody, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another fabulous episode of the f Up Farming Podcast. I am your host, Tyler, and across from me tonight in the crow's nest, today in the crow's nest, let's go with today in the crow's nest, is Royce the Voice. Hello everybody and welcome. How are you, Tyler? Oh, you know, it's okay. It'd be better if it was a little warmer a little less windy. But uh, really, the cold's not what gets you down today. It's It's the the wind. wind. Definitely the wind. But that's okay, because we've got fresh beer that we had to go procure. And we've got fresh new whiskeys. Just in today, they just dropped it off before we got there. It turns out it was a good thing we went and got beer, because now we've got this tasty-looking new whiskey to try out. No doubt. And where did we pick that up? At our lovely sponsors, the Texas Beverage and Package in Groom, Texas. Two convenient locations. Yes. One in Canyon, one in er, Groom. One in Groom, one in Canyon. Groom and Canyon. Groom and Canyon. The closest place. If you're a WTAMU college student and you're listening to this, first off, make better life choices. Secondly, remember the closest liquor store to town. (laughs) Texas Beverage and Package. Also got the best deals and the best selection. And I almost guarantee you will never get that big-ass 44 mag pointed in your face that you get at the other store. Who else is, is making this we got, possible for us? We got Mo Cattle Company. Great cattle. Okay, people. Best Mo cattle company. in the Bi-County area. We got some bulls. On feed, we ready got, to go. Got some, got some heifers. <laughs> On feed, ready to go. I mean, we got it going on. Bangs back, full deal. Ready to go. We got two more that aren't bangs tagged, but we'll get them bangs tagged for you if that's a deal breaker. I mean, if that's what you need. <laughs> that's what you need. I mean, one of them, she is gonna be a monster. She's gonna have a big old, big old sizer. But I think she's gonna throw some monster calves if you wanted her. Uh, I think she's gonna throw some big calves. Big cow, big calves. You know what that leads to? Big money. Big money start calling her big money mama. We could. We could. Mama big money. But we didn't we didn't get her text. So Big money mama. We'll work on that. Big money mama. It'll be fine. Big money honey. I don't like that. Yeah, fair enough. Who else we got, Tyler? Well, we've got uh, the Cliffs Farms up there in North Martinsburg, in Martinsburg,ville? I think it's Burg. The Burg of Martins. There you go. Seems like a place to be right up your alley, bud. And remember, don't hit that with a hammer. <laughs> Do not hit that with a hammer, guys. Um, yeah, so they're up there. Uh as we learned last week, they're sold out of attention semen, but they've got some uh, heifers that are I think for sale like today or this weekend, last weekend. Something like that. that they might be out of attention. at the show. There you go. Oh, that's right, yeah. So by the time you're hearing this, it may or may not be too late. I don't know. The, he didn't, he wasn't, I don't know. Go back and listen to his deal. He seemed to have a somewhat firmer grasp on all this, but not really. Uh, it's firm a grasp because any Canadian can get. That's just rude. Well, that is true. Also, we've got Meat Club Lambs, the best people and the best sheep in the industry. Check them out over at Gageby, Texas. They are the best. I'm just saying, that's, you need a sheep, that's where you need to go to get it. Exactly. Deals that can't be beat. And they do not pay me to say that. Unfortunately, Tommy. Come on now. It's getting cold again. Also, not on the non-payment list, is Ballard's Guns. Hit them up. Look at their website. See what they've got. Christmas is coming, guys. It's almost Thanksgiving. Christmas is coming. You need to go buy your loved one a gun. Or two. Or three. In the times that we're living in right now, it's irresponsible of you not to have a gun within arm's reach at any given point in your house. Or three or four. Depends on how big your house is. It could be fiscally (laughs) unfeasible for some people, but, you know, (laughs) not for the poor folks like me, all right? That's fair. You don't have to keep it strapped on your hip. Just keep it on your table next to you. There you go. Don't go to the bathroom without it, is what you're saying. Shower guns. (laughs) Who doesn't need a shower? You don't have a shower gun? Okay, everybody, you heard it here first. If you're going to attack Royce, make sure he's in the shower, because he ain't got no guns. I got one gun. But it's small (laughs) and undersized. (laughs) It's just a pea shooter, bud. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that gets our uh, sponsors out of the way. And if you're looking to be a sponsor, you just let us know. We have two new packages for sponsorships. We have the Explorer Club and and the Slightly slightly Higher Priced Homesteader Club. Um, I talked to a guy the other day. Uh, and he he said that he was leaning more towards the Explorer Club. Okay. But, uh, you know, that leaves us with a homesteader. You could be the first. You know, we get we get the Explorer Club field. We might open up an expedition fund. Uh, we, could. <laughs> we could. We could. We <laughs> could. <laughs> but we're really focused on the Explorer Club and the homesteaders at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Looking at you, arms. I'm going to have to bleep that. They didn't pay their money. Okay, well, let's move on into this here. Texas Beverage and Package Booze Review. Royce, tell them what we got. All right, we've literally just picked this up. They had just dropped it off. This is Fiddler Georgia Heartwood. It's cast-strength single barrel. It is a bourbon whiskey finished with hand-harvested charred oak staves. This is 58.3% alcohol by volume by the ASW Distillery in Atlanta, Georgia. Didn't realize that Georgia was known for their boozes, but uh, we're we're gonna check them out. Weeded and repeated, love it. This spirit began its life as a foraged bourbon whiskey that our head distiller Jay Mangleets fiddled with by adding staves of white oak hardwood, heartwood. Excuse me, white oak heartwood that he harvested in Georgia. Such intricate fine tuning culminates in an ode to American spirits. A dram lively as an old-time fiddler and unique as the instruments they play. With deep complexity and a pronounced finish, Fiddler Georgia Heartwood is a bourbon whiskey refinished with white oak staves that you won't soon forget. We never chill, filter, or add color to our whiskeys. Finished and bottled by ASW Distillery, Atlanta, Georgia. Kind of a long window. Whenever you're ready, bud, let's have a drink. You getting the shakes over there, huh? No, I just can't get my head, my earmuffs to sit right for some reason today. Nice little pop. Good pop. Good pop. Nice little pop. But no, my my headphones feel like you put your big ass head in them and stretched them out. Maybe I did. You don't know what I do up here. I'm pretty sure I don't want to know. On those cold nights after I got off combine beautiful color on this very dark very just like your soul you know what that's just fucking hurtful hurtful and unfounded is it yes i can see it being hurtful and unfounded i'm sticking with hurtful keep it up asshole just keep it up very sweet on the nose You can smell the oak. Yeah, you get a little bit of that bitterness out of the oak. Mm -hmm. It's kind of, it's not really hot on the nose per se, but you can smell the alcohol. You know, for 116 proof, it's not as hot as what you uh, would expect. It almost has like a like a brown sugar like a like a barbecue? I, I was gonna say yeah, almost a molasses. See with the, the little bit of wood that you get and the sweetness, I was almost coming up with not necessarily like a barbecue sauce, but just kinda like a like a good dry rub ribwood smell. Yeah. I can see that. Having just made some dry rub ribs. Once again you can taste the uh the white oak. <coughs> not it's not off putting, but you can it's a little oakier. It's very warm. It is very warm. It's got... Uh, what is that? It's almost kind of anise i I'd say I'm not getting any anise out of it. maybe tarragon very smooth for 116 proof 117 proof yeah 116.6 it's a uh, it's nice it's not quite as sweet as it smells No, it's it's not very sweet. Um, I mean, it's it's got a, a sweetness to it, but it's not overly sweet. What does that taste like? My mouth's kind of chewed up for some reason. It's called the shit out of, the roof of my mouth the other day. Ow. So I hate think it that's, when that happens. Especially as hot as this is, I think it's making it harder to to really taste it. It's uh, almost got a little, maybe a little weed in it. Did you say weed? Wheat. Well, it's weeded and repeated. Yeah. Um, it's kind of dusty. Yeah. No smoke. No, I mean, you're, you can taste taste the wood but you can't taste it it's not not smoky um it's it's very good it is it's uh just can't No, i'm like you there's a flavor in there that i'm having trouble i believe the deep complexity in this maybe a little cinnamon with something So, according to this, you're supposed to be getting caramel, clove, maple, orange peel, and toffee. I'm not getting much clove off of it. I don't get much orange peel off of it. Ah, There's a little bit of bitter at the, at the end. That could be what that's referencing. It's delightful. I can tell you that. I do like it a lot. I mean, it's smooth. I don't, and I'm not sure, I get the brown sugar a lot more than I would toffee or caramel. You know, I, I feel like caramel and brown sugar, you're getting pretty close in those two, but I'm, I'm not, right now I'm not getting a lot of toffee off of it. I'm getting I'm getting oak and sweet and brown sugar and oak and something else. I don't know what, but there's something else there. It's intriguing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's It's very intriguing. It's different. Not necessarily different. You say different people think it's bad. It's there's something complex about it that I'm not quite Put it on ice. It's very nice. Yeah, it definitely opens up a little better. Yeah. You know, I think it could probably use a couple drops of water. But I could could drink it straight for sure. I I could too. I mean, that's at 116 proof, one that you can drink straight or on the rocks like that. That's pretty impressive. You're not wrong. I am going to go ahead and add just a little bit of soda water to mine. You would, pansy. Pretty much. I know what I like, how I like it. Bubbles give you heartburn. Um, heartburn and blood clots. That's what you get from bubbles. Really? Yeah. Did not know that. Learn something new every day. So I'm still not getting clothes like the, the review said I should. But I do get some spice. And everything nice. You know, like almost uh, like a cinnamon or a cardamom, maybe. Okay. Cardamom, I could see cardamom, and I think cardamom could be uh, that anise or tarragon that I thought I was picking up out of it. Okay, because you know they're all they're all fairly fairly similar. No, I would I would agree with you on that. All right, Tyler, you got to put a number on it, one to ten. Where are we going? Where are you falling? You know, I almost don't want to put a number on it, Royce. Why's that? Because it seems like the kind of deal that's going to change as I drink it. And I feel like we aren't fully, we're not talking yet. Just not talking. Does huh? that make sense? Just not talking yet. You don't think you've talked to the whiskey enough, or it hadn't hadn't whispered in like your right ear? Like right now, this is that whiskey that's you know it's sitting down at the end of the bar. It's kind of giving me a little wink, a little head nod. It's you know, still, you I... probably never had that happen to you, but I have, and and you know, like I know how it feels, she's... and so like you're starting, you get a little bit warm, but you know, like maybe maybe she's just meandering on down the bar, getting ready to talk to me. But that's not the way we do these reviews. It's not how we do it. We have come back and changed them before later in the evening. So feel free to do that. We can come back and revisit it. But we need to put a number on it now so we do not forget. Because I know us. I'm going to give that a 7.2. So why didn't you like it? I did like it. See, I went... Oh, I got caramel on that one. I got some caramel. That was... Well, like I said, we haven't really started talking yet, and I've got a scalded mouth, and, you know. Yeah, no, I got you. I'm just giving you our time. We is where we is. I mean, we're only about a half point off. Not unheard of for us. It's a little unheard of. We're normally got the mono brain going. I haven't seen you in a couple days, though. It's been been a little bit. Been a little bit. Been on three days. It's too long. No worry, we're going to make up for that today and tomorrow, bud That's the plan That's what we're doing Alright, Tyler, let's get into The Ballard Gun, killing the day What do you got for us? So I got a jam Um, Hang on just a second Sorry, I had a stew going at home That's kind of spur of the moment decision And uh, I told my wife, if she started getting hungry, that she needed to put the potatoes in, said stew. Okay. So I had to type out some pretty detailed instructions on how to- I uh, could see that. Drain and add the potatoes, because they're already peeled, diced, soaking in water in the fridge. All she has to do is drain them off, dump them in, maybe add a little beef broth. Just, you know, I don't know. Okay. I don't know how much liquid it's got here right now, Royce. I've been gone for an hour and a half. That's nice. That's nice. But my song is by Seth Ward. Do you know Seth Ward? I do. You do? I don't know him. I don't know that I know him, but I've I've heard him. I know his guitar player. Do you? Adam Greenwood. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I've heard him play a time or two. I actually don't know if I've ever heard Seth Ward live, but uh, anyway, I got Seth Ward, Lori Darling." Give it. Good song I like it No, I uh, I, I was scrolling through the gram the other day Facebook something, I don't remember I saw something Adam shared And I thought, you know Let's Give them a play Let's plug them Yeah They seem like cool guys, I don't know Good song Well, it's a good start Uh, As per usual It obviously is, for me. Well, good. All right, so let's see if you can bring her on down. I'm going to try. What do you got? I'm going to try. Well, so i got one up there. But do you want to hear that, or do you want to hear a country version of a Nine Inch Nails song? It's your choice, bud. This is your pick. (laughs) I heard an interesting... This is your pick. For... Or... All right, uh, we're getting a little comfortable of, in the rock genre <laughs> last few weeks, but uh, that's—I I heard a, hit a me very up. interesting cover of uh, "hole, hole in a head, head in a hole in a head." What is it? Wait, where would it go? "Head like a hole" yeah. from Ryan Colwell and Aubrey Sal- Sellers. Got money, I'll do anything for you. Got money, just tell me what you want me to. God money, nail me up against the wall. God money, don't want everything he wants it all. No, he can't take it. No, he can't take it. No, he can't take that away from me. No, he can't take it. No, he can't take it. No, Okay, Royce. I I don't I don't know that that's a country version of that song. Well, it's more country than Nine Inch Nails was. Well, okay, <laughs> I will concede that fact. And I didn't hate it. It's it. You don't like it, do you? So that dude's got a pretty cool voice. Okay, he does, and I'll give you that. I heard it and I thought, is that fucking Evan Bartles? I know. That's. <laughs> um, but it's not. And I just. I, You know where he's from? No. Perryton, Texas. From Perryton? According to Wikipedia. Wow. No, I did not know that. He's only three years older than you, born in 1980. That'd be six years older than <laughs> me, <bud. laughs> um So, he sings Heartland Rock. Okay.
1: The they Americana. were playing... They if were...
0: you'd have said an Americana version, I would have not okay. argued with you, and now I that, would have never looked that up. That's probably what I should have gone with, was Americana. I will grant you that. Um, no, he was on the local radio station the other day. The... Uh, Dex's music channel over in Amarillo yeah. with a different song. And so I thought, you yeah, know, that guy's got a pretty cool voice. So that's on the combine. I think that was the day we were waiting for trucks for forever. You know, you were backing me up on the old grain cart. So I started going through his discography there on uh, on the old Spotify. And he's got some pretty decent songs. But I thought that was an interesting take on that uh, Nine Inch Nail song. Interesting guy. I don't. I mean, I I liked it, kind of. I I don't, I don't know if I liked it more because of the take on it or his voice or what, but I I thought it was pretty interesting. Version. So I've been listening to some covers lately. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, mainly because I've been listening to. Have you heard Weezer's Teal album? I don't guess I have. So it's all covers. That's the one where they did Africa. Okay. And uh, what the hell's the name of that song? Um, uh, No Scrubs. Have you heard Weezer sing No Scrubs? I don't guess I have. Fly and is also known as a buster always talking about what he uh, wants and just sits on his broke ass so no i don't want your number no i don't want to give you my name yeah so and then you know i'm sure you've heard this one here It's a good song Yeah here's, here's, here's my And I'm gonna bring this back To your deal Okay Here in just a second all right, It's all just right. gonna yeah. be a little bit of a journey we, we go, We're gonna have to go through some forest Gonna see some sides before we get there <clears throat> Yes Alright Gotta look for the trees um, So you, you listen to this whole album here on Weezer Okay And it's, it's like You know normally whenever people do a cover song They like take it and try to make it their own Culver almost did that If he's a goth chick Culver. Your boy. Colwell. Colwell. Excuse me. Okay. Excuse me. Colwell. He almost did that. Weezer did not try to do that on any of their fucking songs. They just it is Weezer. No, it's it's Africa by Toto performed, performed by, by Weezer. Weezer. Well, no scrub of Destiny's Child performed by Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> And that aggravated me. The, at first, it didn't bother me at all. But the longer I listened to it, I thought, man, they could... The no Scrubs, uh, to be perfectly honest, I don't know if there was a lot of bringing that one to Weezer style. But <laughs> Africa? If Weezer had performed Africa in the style of Weezer, it would have been fucking epic. It would have been pretty good. But no, they didn't. And then what's really funny about that is that there's also... You can see Toto performing... Uh, Hashpipe In the style of Weezer Because they did the exact same thing They're, they're just like, They're just swapping songs It's like they, they just Okay here's our sheet music Here's your sheet music And then they're just performing Be- it Basically like, what they did was They wanted a year off They didn't want to have to write any music So they made a deal They're like hey Weezer turned out that album And the a, a black album On the same fucking day Like See, they were writing music Okay they just They wanted two albums They just phoned that one in I guess it, it I don't sounds know sounds like it but it's it's the Toto deal. It sounds a little bit different because they've got two drummers. They've got their weird-ass synthesizer shit, whatever. And you can see Weezer brought a lot of that in. But it's... <laughs> so I've gone through that whole long spill to say that I have become very critical of cover songs. Okay. Very recently, like in the last week and a half, two weeks, spent a lot of time to so think. So it's fun that I brought a cover song in so that we can discuss this. Unbeknownst yes. to me that we were going to get into You picked a-, <laughs> a dissertation on cover songs. I just think if you're going to take a cover song, you should kind of make it your own. Like no, if you're a Weezer you. and you're known for, you know, hardcore guitar solos and shit like that, if you play Africa, instead of the... Like, put a fucking solo in there. I got you. I got you. If you want to keep the general feel of the song, okay, that's cool. But make it your own. No, I, I would agree with you on that. I would agree with you, on especially that. if you're going to charge me fourteen bucks for a fucking album. I, I would agree with you a hundred percent on that. And sure, a lot of people don't buy albums anymore, and that's probably on me. But here we are. Who was it just a few years ago came out with a cover of Seven Nation Army? Oh, um. Almond Brothers? No, it wasn't the Almond Brothers. It was the Oak Ridge Boys. Yeah, yeah. And you know they kind of, um, so they they did their acapella business. Not really acapella, but you know there's four of them, and they they don't sing acapella because they got music. But they do a lot of you know like they got their bass man and all that. Yeah, it's a great song. I love it. Yeah, Fun but fact, that Shooter Jennings um produced that album. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yes. And he wrote the song, The Boys Are Back. But anyway, I thought that, you know, we're talking about covers. I thought Mm -hmm. that was a band that did a very good job taking a cover, or taking a song that was not theirs. I don't have that one. And uh, bringing it around. Yeah, they made it a little bit more their their own. And, you know, here's the deal. Like, whenever Jack White sings that song, you don't know exactly where he stands on this whole Seven Nation Army and the... The Bible and the devil and all that shit You know damn good and well where the Oak Ridge Boys stand That is a fact So they made it their own Yeah It's amazing what a little bit of inflection and passion will do to something Yeah But I mean And it was already a good song Oh I love the White Stripes Yeah But I mean and it's I don't know that the Oak Ridge Boys made it better But they made it their own And I'm gonna say it's equally as good um, it's definitely not better. I remember the first time I heard that song. We were cutting... I think we were cutting wheat. I think we were cutting wheat. And it was over on the Metcalf. Mm-hmm. And I was on an old 86 and the, the it was after dark. So naturally it was getting a little... <laughs> whoosh, whoosh, and I, was, I wasn't really paying attention. I just had the radio going because you can't fucking pay attention to something that's kind of coming in and out like that and waves. And I thought, what the fuck is this? Fucking loved it. Pretty sure I was on a 9600. Um. Uh, if I was on an eighty six, you were on a ninety six. But yeah, I'm real sure I was on a combine during let's, wheat harvest first time. Let's we heard that. be honest, we were probably right there next to each other. We probably listening were listening to the same two three channels. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right, Tyler. Also, fun fact on that point, I was looking up um the the local AM radio channel. Yeah. At the other day. Okay. And so I just Googled it because I didn't know what their website was. And it popped up and it said what they broadcast it during the day and then how many watts or volts or whatever they broadcast at night. They do. They cut it by like twenty five percent of the daytime rate. Really? All these years. We just thought it was fucking weather or well, something. I mean, we didn't know what it was. We just knew it got sun went down. You wasn't listening to the baseball game anymore. No, you were not. That's why, and it did not matter which what piece of equipment you were on. No, hell and your pickup. Yeah, the pickups might pay. I think the pickups picked it up a little bit it better was than the better, equipment but it was still did. static. Yeah, it wasn't great. You weren't getting a whole lot out of it. No. So anyway, so that's our killing the day segment brought to you by Ballard Guns. You want to do a? You want to do an f up? You want to do a fuck up? Um, yeah, why not? You got one? Let me pull up the old Graham. I got two right there, I'm guessing. You got to tell me. Are they both or just one of them? Um, I don't know. I don't remember that top one. That one's not. That one's just funny. That is funny. Go down. Go down. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. That one it? is <laughs> funny. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this one? Well, I was going to say the other one. This one's pretty just a horrific deal. Oh, I saw this one. Yeah. I think I saw this one on my own, yeah. Pickup, side-swiped. Well, back-swiped. What what is that, 9610? That's a big grain cart. Big grain cart. Big four-wheel drive, older articulating tractor, John Deere. Yeah. And then a red pickup? Pickup or SUV. Knock the axle off of it. Oh yeah, fucked it up bad. Then can't tell what uh what tractor it is, but it's a big tractor. Um, and I mean it, it sheared the axle off the thing. So I mean that's a good PSA. You know we're all driving down the road, we're all busy. You know pay attention. Um, yeah, that's goes it's 100. probably a twenty ten ish articulating John Deere tractor. I was thinking two thousand to two thousand ten yeah. because of the stripe. Could be yeah. It I doesn't have that. that that different hood and all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a lot more square. But I can't, I don't know. Right about the time they get to the numbers, you can't see what it is. Yeah, but that looks like the older style. Like but a new cart with and tracks. And I wonder why the truck stopped over there, if he just stopped to help her. It's probably the guy that owns the tractor. Yeah. He was I, on his way to the elevator be. or something, he just came by to check on everybody. Um, but anyway, so, you know, we're all being busy and this goes hundred percent on the guy in the pickup, the SUV, whatever it is that ran in and ripped the fucking axle off that tractor. We obviously hit it way too fast. he was way too close. So that is on them, but that is a two lane highway. And so if you are driving the, the tractor, you do have a certain amount of responsibility to look around. Yeah. Well, I mean, you need to stay in, in your lane and on the shoulder. I'm just saying on this one, two lane highway, it goes on the truck. Pickup, SUV, whatever. If that had been a one-lane road or something like that, maybe he'd been stuck behind him for 30 miles and he just finally got a chance to get around. Maybe he's not paying attention, doing a little weaving, weaved into him, smoked him. I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm just saying as agriculturalists, we have a responsibility to look out for the welfare of people around us, be aware of our situation, and as people just driving down the road, we have an obligation to look out for farm equipment. Yeah, don't text and drive. Watch out for your farm equipment. They're just trying to get home. They're not trying to block your way. Or we're not. 90% of the time. All right. You probably do, but... I, I, you but know anyway. how it is. You pull up to the intersection and you know you've got a long ways to go and you look down the road and think, hey, uh, fuck that guy. And you just pull on out <laughs> and you go ahead. I can tell you this. I do not enjoy taking vehi- or taking farm equipment down a highway. It is not on the top 10 list of what I want to do on any date. So, Royce, back in the summertime, we uh, we was rolling down the road, cutting wheat, just cutting wheat. tearing it up. How much did you enjoy that trip down the highway? I hated it. I fucking hated it. It was so bad. It was, We had XL crews working on one side. We had... I can't, just mainly it the XL was all cruise. XL crews Because they had their stupid posts and signs And shit scattered out yeah. And then you've got the reflectors and shit And you got that 35 foot head So it's like you're just kind of weaving in and out Like you're drunk Probably didn't is, have to But the thing is, they all looked tall enough I thought, I, I'm not going to catch that with, There was slightly, one of those signs That I just smoked with that yeah. header Because I was like, it's fine, it'll bend It is slightly more enjoyable when XL is not working on it on that road because I just just made that trip a week ago to cut the Milo in that same field. Yeah. Slightly easier. Still not enjoyable. Did not like that 30, big hill either. 35 foot header is just, it's borderline too much. You would not do it with a 40 foot header. I think it's really too much to be driving down the highway like that. It, if it wasn't just two, three miles, I would say we need to drop the heads. And in, in fact, we did drop the heads, to take the combine home. Fuck yeah, I wasn't playing that fucking game again. Because I think it was worse that next day when we brought it they, back. They had more crews out yeah. there. They were been moved onto a different. So they were across the road or some shit. That yeah, it, it was a lot narrower. I don't think we'd have made it down there. With we probably the, would have, but but and honestly, that is a field most of the time. Ninety percent of the time, we can take a dirt road to it. But during we harvest the flood. After wheat harvest, road was too wet, dirt roads were too wet to get there. you had no choice but to take a highway and then during Milo, it would have been way out of the way to have taken a dirt road. It is what it is that's why I, I found myself in that same situation. Brandon, on the other hand, he left from the shop he got to take the highway because he broke his combine the night before he, and he broke the dirt he took the dirt road yeah, he took the dirt road, not the highway. So, I mean, he got lucky and he's able to go around the right way. I got stuck in the field because I did not break my combine. And uh to go from well, here basically to there it was the highway. You all right? My bad, I thought I had that muted. <laughs> not quite. Uh, all right. No, so, so, I mean, yeah, so I think there's there's a deal there, but we can get to a better fuck up than this, Royce. You want to do a better fuck up? All uh, right. Let's we're do not two. trying to do PSAs. This is about fuck up. What is that one above it? I'm not sure. I don't remember. Week nine of Harvest. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like that. That's funny. This is the scene from uh, uh, Pirates, Pirates of the, of the Caribbean, Caribbean yeah. <laughs> where his ship's getting all blown to hell. <laughs> he just strolling down that stairwell. Breakdowns on tillage, breakdowns in the bin site, hopper bottom doors. I just not open funny. It's, it's another really funny fuck up. We may share this one too. We we'll try to share this one too. Since you don't ever check the gram, I've been trying to do better to share this stuff on the Facebook's. Oh, you need to go to that track that combine in the bog. That's on Facebook. Oh, on Facebook's. Whoa, Ooh, that was a good one. But I think we've talked about that one before. I don't think we did talk about that one. No, I think we did. I think we talked about that one. Maybe no, we maybe we didn't. One. Okay. Either way, we'll go to Facebooks. So while we're waiting on him to get on, are you Facebook, talking about the tractor and? Oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, I just, I would like to mention one more time our great sponsors, Texas Beverage and Package, because like I said, Thanksgiving is coming up and nothing ruins fun like family. Therefore, get yourself some liquid fun from Texas Beverage and Package. Medicate yourself, get yourself in a good mood. Thanksgiving is the day that I'm going to heavier plug Texas Beverage and Package than Ballard's Guns. Both applicable, only one legal. (laughs) <laughs> that's fair and hopefully we've got a christmas episode coming up with uh texas beverage and package oh, like last year we sure hope we're working on it super awesome christmas episode but yeah so this guy he, you can tell he they're doing some drone shooting well where he just buries this sucker and well, i don't think it was right intentional right there. it's just pretty wet right there and you can see it's got the the guy sweating off key and pill and you need to take that probably Okay, so we got a poll coming this week About chicken and dumplings Whenever you think of A dumpling What is it? Kind of a dough ball Fucking hate those My Aunt Dorothy used to make chicken and dumplings Mm -hmm. They were like a thick noodle Okay But they're flat, a little more dense They weren't so Like a squishy noodle not like a raw biscuit. Okay. Chicken and dumplings. And from what I can, I can, can tell, there's two kinds of dumplings out there. There is thick noodles and there is raw, raw balls of biscuit. I almost quoted Colonel Sanders there, but <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> do you know which quote I was going to use? I do not. We're going to get back to the fuck up, people. Royce had to take a call. Wife's all, yeah, whatever. Royce is in trouble. Yeah, probably. But it'll be all right. But so Colonel Sanders was once quoted because he got sued by KFC because he called extra crispy fried chicken deep fried balls of dog shit. <laughs> Did he really? Yes. I don't guess I heard that. This was that obviously one. after he had sold the company. And, um,. <laughs> They were not happy about that and they sued him and made him recant his statement. I believe he paid millions of dollars so as to not have to recant what he <laughs> said. But he did agree not to say it again. <laughs> that is hilarious. I think that's it's great. That's when you've got FU you money. Like they they had bastardized his vision so horribly. That that's what he was saying about them. <laughs> just goes to show, you buy a company, you make sure you don't buy it from a firecracker that's going to explode at any fucking minute. <laughs> that's night. fact. Well, I mean, he was hes kind of... Uh, his whole, whole fucking career... He wasn't even a colonel. They just called him that because he was a hard ass. Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, he started... No, that's exactly no, what it is. Yeah, he, like he would shoot at people. Run them out. I well, mean, he was a gas station attendant that just decided he needed a well, cook was gas better station chicken owner, or owner owner attendant that sold fried chicken. Yeah, because people weren't getting he needed a better something better to feed them because you know people were hungry traveling across country. The original ulcers. Yep, probably better for you. And, um, fried chicken, coleslaw, green beans, mashed potatoes, or gut grenades. <laughs> I mean, you got it all in one. They're both deep fried. They're both tasty. They no, are that But you get a lot more vegetables and fiber Over on the KFC on the con, the So kernels. that's why I go with the chimmy You got more going on in a chimney than a beef and bean burrito Talking about that fuck you money <laughs> um, Well they have gotten expensive sorry. now you know, I was talking to a guy about that the other day. Used to, we'd go in there and we'd buy a thirty-two ounce tossip. For those of you that aren't in the in the region, a third it's just thirty-two ounce fountain drink and two of the world's best deep fried burritos. Yeah, lunch special. It was two burritos and a tossip for like two oh five or two fifteen or some shit like. that. It was less than three bucks because I remember I, we, we did do the that same thing every day in high school because yeah. we didn't have a lot of options. I mean, we had options, but ever everywhere else was busy in Pampa. So it's just easy to run down the street, go to the allsips right there by the school, get that. We had we could go to my Mom. mom's house and eat lunch, which was always good. And before she got a job, it was great because she'd feed us, like yeah. cook something special for us every day. Um, you had Allsup's, Joanne's, and I don't remember the name of that Mexican food place. Lupe's? Is that right? Mm. It's Lupe's. Sounds pretty... Um, so those were our options And Lupe's and Joanne's Were both good And you could go to Lupe's Get a hamburger and fries And a Coke For like five bucks So it was still Pretty reasonable But it was kind of slow And you had to remember To order it in time So we ended up At Awesome Slot 205-215 two, yeah. Walked in there The other day Got a tall sip And two burritos I think I was in border. It's like fucking eight bucks It's expensive yeah, they're like two, three bucks a piece the now. The price on that has gone up more than the price on snuff. And at that point in time, you could buy a can of Copenhagen for five oh five, and now it's eight. About the same price. Forty five. <laughs> it's <dogs>. like shit. <laughs> but yeah,
1: not the like uh, Garrett.
0: Fuck, that's twenty bucks a bag now. I think the I think the chimneys are like three, four bucks a piece now. I'm not at all surprised by that, but I mean, they were always. A dollar or so higher than the burritos. Were, were? Well, so you used to you could get I'm trying to remember, you get two burritos and a sip for like two oh five, or you could get a chimmy and a sip for like three, four bucks. Something like that, yeah. One chimmy. Yeah. Not two chimies. One, one chim- chimmy. So naturally, I, I didn't get a chimmy very often. I, I'm not saying I did. Okay, Rich. Boy. But but I did prefer I do prefer the chimmy okay, to the beef and bean boy. burrito. But anyway, they are they are way high now. Still tastes good. Oh yeah. That and the corn dogs, hard to beat. But anyway, so let's get back to our fuck up. So old boy here, he gets he gets himself out of the jam trying to get into that corner. So, I don't you know, see, know once if they're, they're kind of uh, sinking next thing, you know. And I mean, you can see their sprayer tracks. They've got water standing in them. I mean, this field just looks soft. I'm not entirely sure why they're trying it, other than maybe they have to. Well, I think it's just this one neck. Because there's one shot where they kind of pin around. Like, I think right this there. is all that's left. Like, it's maybe just, it's that lower side right there, and there's that little neck up against the trees. And he was, he was, he's like, fuck it, I'm going to try it. And boy, did that. And see, I'm wondering if they're coming back and cleaning up spots that they had to miss because of standing water. Or if they're just trying to clean up the field before they leave I think he's just trying it. to finish that field, and uh, we've all been there. You think, I can get a little better in there, and nope. No, he, he can't. I have never buried a combine like that, but I have also left some wheat that I probably could have got because I was not about yeah. to bury a combine. I've seen, so I have never buried a combine, knock on wood, that I've had to pull out, but I have had to help Dad pull out a combine. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that was a that was several years ago. Like, as a as a way younger man, fuck your dad probably hadn't driven a combine in ten years. Oh, he hadn't driven a combine longer than that. I was thinking since I quit, I remember him cutting corn a few years before I quit. So probably twelve, yeah, 13 probably. years. he used to cut yeah. corn, never wheat, but he he could cut, cut he'd corn. Do corn. And then, then he figured out that, he uh... could sit on a grain cart and play on his phone and <laughs> get yelled at, but not really yelled at. Like hey, were you. You paying attention? Yeah, get get softly talked to about not being where he was supposed to be at the time. It's like, hey buddy, why don't you come on around here? <laughs> he really has embraced that grain carter life. Now he's not even a grain carter most of the time. He's a truck driver. He's a truck driver. Hey, truck driver. Trucker Terry. Oh Love yeah. It. Love it. But yeah, no. he even went to Dimmit twice this week. Oh. Damn. Yeah. So yeah, we got this guy here. He just he did bury that red combine. And so I'm wondering. Were they just trying to shoot some drone footage, or did they know what was fixing to happen? And so they're like, "Well, we're gonna get the drone out here and watch it." And he doesn't go very far from that first shot, I don't think. I'm thinking he pretty well turned out of where he was, and then he and sees then it. he tried to turn back in, thinking maybe it does he's just say that one hour right later. But I don't know that it was one hour. No, later. that's a SpongeBob deal. I know, but um, I think he what he did is he turned out and then. He thought, okay, well, I'm I'm away from the water. Because it does look like good wheat. It does, yeah. Um, and so I think he tried to turn back in. He just thought there was a low spot right there in that corner. Okay. And that's where he that's Where he fucked, where he fucked her. There yep. wasn't no inching your way back out of it there. No. I've got a buddy that uh, him and his hired man went and did a bunch of custom cutting one year. And he bought two, I'm trying to remember, probably like, right after the S series combines came out and he bought two of them and he was running 40 foot drapers, 12 row corn heads having fun. And he went to South Texas. And I don't remember if it was during wheat harvest or during corn harvest, but either way he, uh, he got, there was this field with a bunch of terraces in it. And he said they got their truck, their combines stuck in the bottom of those terraces. So often he paid the, tow truck guy or the guy with the tractor, whoever the fuck he called, I think it was a pipeline company that with a backhoe or something like that, he paid them to just sit there for the rest of the day until he got done. Oh, really? Because he said it, was, it wasn't it was like, the terraces were straight and they never looked low or anything like that, but he said like you'd come over it, fine. Come back, fine. Third pass, sunk. Hit her touching the ground. Really? He said, and then you get pulled out, and you'd kind of ease up to it. You'd cut it, and you'd back up. It's like, oh, it's dry right there, too. There was just pockets. He said it was like the fucking water table was coming up in <laughs> random spots underneath that terrace. <laughs> <laughs> but he said that he, he paid like $700 a time for this guy to come pull him out the first three times. And then he said, all right, how much for the rest of the day? They're like, 1500 bucks. He's like, all right, deal. Well, I mean, he paid that much already, just... Keep him there. Yeah. Because that was the deal. They would leave. They'd go pull somebody else out or do something. Then they'd come back and be another service call and another tow fee and all this shit. Just keep him out there. Yeah, he's like, no, fuck it. You, you. Even if you don't you have to. You work with me and Pedro now, bud. <laughs> even if you don't have to pull me out again, it's worth the money that I just invested not to have to be pulled out again. Well, welcome to Double M Farms. <laughs> Part of the crew. <laughs> well, yeah, so that is uh, that is a hell of a. Hell of a mess he got himself into there. Yeah, that's a that's a bad deal. All right, Tyler. Move on into... You got a new eat beef segment of the week? I thought you were supposed to do that. I did not do my research this week, bud. You're the worst, you know that? I'm just the worst. Okay, so this is not a new recipe, but it's, it's a recipe. So, um... Uh, basically, we're going to talk about beef stew. Oh, okay. There's lots of variations of beef stew. In fact, I did make a beef stew not that long ago. Well, then, tell them your recipe, Royce. We did a Guinness beef stew. Always tasty. Did, uh, you know, they always say put one, one bottle of Guinness in there. You gotta at least double that. Maybe triple it. Depends on how you do it. So when do you add your Guinness? Okay, so I, I brown my beef. Yes. Add my vegetables, usually celery. I think this was celery, carrots. Do you pull your beef off and then cook your... Yes. Okay, so we're gumbo style. Yep, yep. I like Bra- it. Brown the beef. Get the beef mm-hmm, nice and brown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then sweat off the vegetables. Mm-hmm, celery, mm-hmm, onions, mm-hmm. carrots. Uh, I wanted parsnips, but they didn't have any. They got them now. Well, I, Walmart had them. Because I, I ended up looking what it you're up. saying you not. It's got it now. But they didn't have any parsnips at the time. And a turnip. But I think I just added the turnip in when I added the potatoes just in. Love me a turnip. Um, but yeah, so brown the vegetables. Or sweating them down. Kind of browned them a little bit. Then add the beef back in the uh, beef or chicken stock. Depending on which way you want to go. I go beef, 100 percent I usually do chicken. I will occasionally use vegetable. Some people say that the uh, if you use just straight beef stock, it'll give it kind of a burnt taste. I I don't know that would be wrong. If I don't have any if I'm out of beef stock and I've got chicken stock, you can add chicken stock. It's not gonna not gonna affect it that much. I normally only buy beef or vegetable. Um I I buy chicken stock some. I buy chicken stock. It's because like I'm gonna make chicken and dumplings or yeah, something like okay. that. Okay. I've got a and even then, half the time, I just use vegetable stock. Usually, I keep both on hand. Okay, but so it's, it depends on what you got. Yeah. Neither here beef, nor there. You had some beef stock. Throw at least a Guinness in at that point. Uh, maybe a Guinness and a half if you're drinking one. You got to drink one when you're
1: <laughs> no. when you're doing this. So that's kinda, where I go
0: different. Oh yeah. So I sear my beef. Okay. Set it aside. Maybe add a little bit more butter, oil, if I need to. I like to go with the Kerrygold yeah. butter on this. Okay. And then I will add my celery, my parsley, eh, probably not parsnips at this point, but uh, my celery and a little bit of bell pepper or jalapeno, either one, and uh, onion. Yeah. And I'll cook that down. And I'll get it to where it kind of starts getting pretty brown, a little crispy. I'm doing more than sweating it off. I'm, I'm cooking them pretty hard. And then okay, I will see, I don't go See, I don't go quite brown. Well, I'm, I past, just like, I'm past the sweat where you Definitely start soft some brown. Yeah, past translucent, not quite caramelized. Okay, yeah, and then I will add a whole Guinness and deglaze that pan, and I'll cook it down till it's reduced by two thirds, something like that. Yeah, really concentrate that flavor and just push it into the vegetables, and then I'll add my beef. Cook that a little bit, still on probably a medium-high heat. And then I will add my my stock. Okay. Okay. No, I can see that. Oh, and uh, add some bay leaves and thyme when you add the stock. I normally do that whenever I add the uh, parsnips and carrots and such. Okay. See, I if I'm I know with the carrots, it's been a while since I've done it with parsnips. It's been a year, and I'd have to look up the the recipe again, but. I know the carrots. This last time, I put them in and I sweated them down, softened them with the vegetables, and then if the you're turnip, to Speed it up a little bit. That's the way to do it. Then, then the turnip I added with the potatoes after I had stewed the meat a little while, probably about forty-five minutes to an hour. And See, if I need to add liquid after, after I have put the for the whole package of yeah. beef stock in there, chicken stock, whatever stock you're using. Then, after that, I just keep adding Guinness to it. There you go. Um, if the flavor's not right, I'll add, like, a cube of beef bouillon and maybe a cup of water if I need more liquid. Um, but most of the time, it's Guinness. And I can get a good three or four Guinnesses in there, and it's always turned out pretty good. Like, you've got a good flavor to it. or I, Everybody's always told me okay. it is. A lot of times, if I use turnips, I will parboil them before I add them in because, you know, you can get that... Uh... Sulfurous note. Okay Yeah I didn't think about that And so if you just Parboil them a little bit It'll kind of pull that out Because a lot of people Don't like turnips I'm a big turnip I eat like raw I, turnips I, all the I time. don't mind turnips it Doesn't bother me But uh, like my mom Doesn't like turnips That much And so okay. I learned If you parboil them Just a touch And then you put them in Whenever they're You know just parboiled A little mm-hmm. soft uh, It pulls out A lot of the okay. Sulfurous note To where you really Only taste turnip Whenever you get A, a bite of turnip Yeah it doesn't add it to the whole okay. thing. Keeps the stew a little bit sweeter. Everybody, which is last time I was cooking it for, uh, I think an aunt that was down from Illinois, and mom and dad and everybody saw so they I, eat turnips in Illinois? Yeah. Okay. She was disappointed that I didn't find any parsnips too. But neither here nor there. And then on this one, I took and made a uh, biscuit dumpling topping. Yeah. And so you, after you get your stew where you want it, your meat where you want it, you know, and about probably an hour before you're ready to serve it, 30, 30 minutes, an hour before you're ready to serve it, you make your dumplings, which you, it's just a cheddar biscuit, basically. They're not dumplings, they're, they're biscuits. It's half dumpling, half biscuit. It's biscuit. Because the top gets browned. It's a biscuit topping. It's, I like it. A dumpling would be if you dropped... Your cheddar bay biscuit in there, all the way in, and just boiled it. So this is half. You put nope. the top in. All right. Nope. Either way, either way, I like it. My wife likes it. Everybody else likes it. So you made more of a Guinness pie than a Guinness stew. Well, it's it's definitely it's a Guinness a stew. cobbler. 'Cause you got to so get a cobbler. You got that's it, what it is. It's a cobbler. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. It's a cobbler. But either way, I mean I I like it. Use get some of that carry Irish Gold uh Irish cheddar. Make your biscuits out of that. Yeah. yeah it turns out pretty good. Irish cheddar is the way to go. It is, especially Irish if you can do an Irish. Way to go too. If you're gonna do an Irish stew, yeah. Um, I like to buy the thousand day aged uh Irish white cheddar. Oh, I bet that is good. So good. I bet that is good. I was just happy. Last time I had to use regular cheddar because, I mean, not this last time, but the time before that I had mm-hmm. to use the regular cheddar. Mm-hmm. But this time they had the Irish carries gold or the carries Irish gold at United. The Kerry gold Irish. Yes. That one. Carry gold is the brand. Brand. All yep. one word. Yes. I know it's the brand. But yes, green carry gold, gold wrapper yes. or silver wrapper depends on which one you buy. But yeah, there it is it's a paper wrapper, kind of paraffin wrapper. Well, I'm talking about on the, the cheese. No, I'm talking the about cheese, the cheese. They do. Yeah, yeah they, they had they the cheese them. this time. They do butter. And paper I was pretty happy cheese. about that. Made a made a very good biscuit. Not bad, so so. I also like to use puff pastry. I could see that being good. Or well, a lot of times I'll make a carry gold butter. Pastry, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Pie crust. Yeah. And I'll put it in to a like a cobbler pan, you know, big square pan. Okay. And make an actual make an actual pie, pie or cobbler it. out of it. Yeah. yeah. But you boy, you gotta reduce that liquid or thicken the shit out of I it. I bet. Or that doesn't work. Yeah. This this wasn't thick enough to do that. Well. Yeah. Things happen. But that's kinda how I like my stews. But I can see again as pie. You thicken it a little bit more. I'd see that being real good. You also have to be more mindful of the size that you dice your uh, vegetables into and your meat. Yes. I bet you got to get a lot finer dice on it. Um, Not a lot finer, but finer. And more uniform? You want it to be a little bit more uniform. You want it to be a little bit finer. and Not as rustic. You want to make sure that they're done. Like if you have big old chunks of potato in there, you want it to be soft, like where you cut it with that knife and it just glides through. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, which I mean that's one of the things I like about making a stew is you can start whenever, and you can either hurry it along. I like to start early and just let everything set for. Well, that's like the stew I cooked simmer for a couple hours. I started it about I don't know, noon, twelve thirty, yeah. somewhere in there, and uh, so I just had my beef and my. Basically, I just I made kind of a almost a beef gumbo because I seared off my meat and then I added the Trinity plus the Pope and a little bit of red wine to deglaze. Let mm-hmm. that cook down good, yep. and then I put beef stock on it. And I've had that cooking for well until my wife texted me a minute ago, and she added the potatoes. Sounds delightful. Yeah, a little little W, mm-hmm. a little tomato paste. Gotcha. Yeah, mm-hmm. sounds good. But that's gonna turn out good when you get home. We'll see what Haley did to it. If all she I added was. I meant to put green chili in it whenever I added the vegetables, but I forgot. Already roasted, or were you going to. Uh, the jug of roasted, yeah. chopped, peeled. See, if I'm going to do that, I usually wait and add it like right around the time I add the stock because they're already cooked. They're already softened. Well, yeah, that's what I, But I added the stock five hours ago. Yeah. I mean, you can add those anytime. But it's probably for the best that I didn't because the only green chili I've got is the X Hot. Yeah, Haley, Haley and the Hurricane wouldn't have liked well, that. Well, Hurricane's staying with Graham and Grandpa. It's Thanksgiving okay. vacation. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. Y'all are off all week. Yeah, we're off all week. I've um, been off for two weeks, but neither here nor there. I meant there. the school. I meant the school, bud. Um, yeah, so she's gone. She's spending the night. She made pineapple cookies with Graham today. Fun. You ever had a pineapple cookie? I'd like to try one. Don't fucking recommend it. You wouldn't. I like pineapple. Mom and them love them. My nanny used to make them. And by my nanny, I mean my grandmother, not like a lady that came and took care of me. <laughs> I realized I realized how, how how rich boy had a nanny. No, 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 no. Who's that with? Fuck you, money now. No, 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 no. Poor boy had a grandmother that we called nanny, and she'd make them, and they put them in the freezer We'd keep forever. They'll put them in between sheets of wax paper. Yeah, eat them frozen. Huh. I I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't like frozen things that much. Well, you can eat them warm. You can thaw them out. I, I can see it being a decent cookie, but though. They make like 120 of them at a time. Damn. And I don't think mom does. I think she's toned that back. But I remember at one point, they would, her and my, my mom and Aunt Tracy would come, they'd make like fucking 200 cookies. <laughs> that seems absurd. <laughs> they're just, I'm not going to lie. That's... They're gross. Well, you would think so. You personally. I, I, would think I don't so. understand why anybody would want to eat a fruit that tries to eat you back. You gotta live dangerously, bud. My mouth hurts enough as it is. I don't need I don't need pineapple trying to eat my tongue. For those of you that don't understand the reference, pineapple has an acid in it that the, will dissolve your flesh. Yes, it eats you as you're eating it. That's why you can't eat too much pineapple. That's why Hurricane hates fresh pineapple. Oh she I didn't realize she hated fresh pineapple. She won't eat it. Ha. Huh. Interesting. So She'll have pineapple cookies. She's okay with canned pineapple, but doesn't like fresh pineapple. Wants nothing to do with it. So, that was a good Mo Cattle Company eat beef segment of the week. No doubt. Don't just eat beef, eat some Angus beef. Or Angus. We're in the Angus. Angus. I'll I'll go Angus. I feel like Angus beef could write a check if they wanted their. That's fair. We may need to talk to somebody. <laughs> they seem to have some money <laughs> behind them. All right, bud. What else you want to talk about? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh We've been doing this for an hour, and I want to give the people enough to listen to while they're headed to their families. Um... Can't talk about that. Good news, folks. We're going to have uh, Sorghum Jesus on here, either on the phone or in person pretty soon to talk about really? something. Yeah, I talked to him about it the other day. Well, that's good. He said he would love to, but I don't think he's finished that documentary yet, so we can't quite get there. A documentary, huh? Yeah, a documentary. Well, that's interesting. Oh, you're going to love it. Um, it's about Uber. Uh, hell, I'll just tell it's It's uh, Super Pumped. Got Joseph Gordon Levin. Oh in it. yes. I've um, watched that. Y'all go watch it and we are going to discuss some thoughts that I had on that and okay. I'm going to get Sorghum from of Jesus' take. You you watched it, right? Yes, yes. Um so that's coming up. But we're not there yet. Um okay, so there was a company that actually they tried to hire me a while back. Probably two years ago, something like that. So they had an IPO. You know what that is? Initial public offering. Right. Yep. Uh, in March of 21. And it was $17 a share. For what was the company? Uh, it's an ag tech company. Okay. Um, a lot of record keeping, a lot of weather stuff. I didn't think what they wanted would fit my skill set. But I didn't look into the company that deep because... They told me what the job was, and it was selling technology and record keeping and stuff like that. I'm like, "Yeah, that's, uh, no, that doesn't doesn't seem like something I would want to do. But I should have looked into the company more, because they just had a privatization offer. You know what that is? Going back private. Going back the opposite way. Correct. Just somebody Um, buying them. Do you know what they offered per share? I do not. So, their IPO was at 17 Their privatization was at $0.25. Cents. Whoa! <laughs> Glad you didn't take the bait on that one, huh? I don't know. I think it's a cool company. They've got cool technology, but it seems like... And apparently the market's agreeing with me. That apparently it's not a sustainable offer. I don't know that they needed to be a public company. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. It doesn't sound like the IPO... Unless it just raise them some funds, but if you're if you're You don't raise prep- funds with an IPO. You do an IPO because you think you're about to blow up. Okay. Doesn't always work out that way. No. But like you just do another VC run if you're trying to raise funds. To raise funds. You do an IPO whenever you think you've got something and it's there and it's gonna make it. Yeah. But then, I mean, if you do an IPO, you're raising major funds at that point, aren't you? Well, I mean, you kind of are, but also at the same time, you're adding a lot of liability because you don't just have like a board to answer to anymore. Yeah. You got shareholders.
1: No, I mean, it's it's generally you you will do an
0: IPO and you're going to gain a lot of funding, but also you're opening yourself up to a lot of. You're going to expand your market. Yes. And I don't think they were in a position to, re- like, I mean, yeah, they could have gone global with it, but even going global. We might be fixing to have a visitor. A little spy. Um, I think, you know, even if they'd have gone global, it wouldn't have worked because eventually you still tap the market. Yeah. You have to be more vertically diversified. Does that make sense? Yes. got to have your finger in a few, like they would have had to have an application for that outside of the current market that they were developing makes sense. And everybody can look up what the company was. I'm not going to pretty easy to find. It's been all over Twitter. Hey! We're ah, ah. Oh, talking to we've either got, one of you. We've got three visitors now. Hey dogs. Hey, watch out, Cora. Hey. Ah, sit down. Sit down. Are you going to stay up here? Uh Okay. You want to come say hi to everybody? Quit it, you little brat. So everybody, my daughter's up here. This is going to be a family-friendly show for a little bit. Apparently not. Hide, get out of her face. You want to say hi? Sit. Good dog. Talking to this. Say hi. Hi. (laughs) Did you have a good day at school today? Yeah. Well, good. What did you do? I played. Well, good. You didn't learn anything? You didn't read any books? No. Can you say no into the mic? No. Okay. Do you want to add anything else? Do you like riding the combine with Dad? Uh We're thinking pretty hard about this one. Can you say yes or no? No. You don't like riding the combine with me? Okay. Well, that's news to me. Okay, so I've got a serious question for you. Okay. The last time I saw you, you were headed to Grandpa's house, and Mm -hmm. you were going to get your stirrups fixed on your saddle? Did, did Grandpa fix your saddle for you? Yeah. Did Grandpa or did Dad fix your stirrups? Uh, Dad. I think Grandpa did it. Dad used Grandpa's tools. Well, so Grandpa did it. Grandpa wasn't home yet. so Grandpa did Dad it. Dad went ahead and Gr- did it. Couldn't have done it without Grandpa. Couldn't have done it without Grandpa. Did you have fun riding your horse that day? Yes. Which horse did you ride? A cowgirl. Okay. No, that—that that was the horse's name. What did you do? Did you trot? Yes, I trot. Well, she could trot since her stirrups finally fit. Yeah, the stirrups did finally fit. Unfortunately, they still weren't turned out, so she wasn't comfortable in them. So we need to we need to turn the stirrups now. Well, that makes sense. Yes. All right, so Tyler, were you done with that? Do you have more you wanted to add to the uh, company that went from a uh, no, that seventeen dollar IPO to a uh, twenty five dollars sellout? Twenty five cent or twenty five cent sellout? Yeah. Uh, no, that's, uh, that's that's about all I had. All right, so Tyler, you find yourself you you would say you're a bit of a cook, right? Bit of a chef.
1: Bit uh, of a championship I'm a champion.
0: All right, so look at what I've got pulled up on the screen. Is that the porkin Yes. How do you feel about this? Can you tell me exactly what's in that? Yeah, that's that's what I'm working on. I just I just saw it and so I thought it would be interesting. And Hi. you can Hi. get this at Cajun Specialty Online for just a hundred dollars. Or you can make your own. So, a turp porkin is a chicken stuffed inside of a pork loin inside of a turkey with a cornbread dressing between the layers. Some are even wrapped in bacon and feature cornbread sausage stuffing. How do you you stuff a chicken inside a pork loin? It's got to be a pork loin inside of a chicken, doesn't it? They've got to have that one backwards. I would think so. No, you need to leave that off for just a second. Hey, you can go play it if you go sit on the couch. Yeah. But looking at it... No, it's... So that looks like chicken. Yeah. Corner, or it looks that's like stuffing boned, That's chicken. a boned chicken with a pork loin inside of it. No, I mean the pork loin looks like it's right here. Dude. Sorry, it's hunting season. We got people wanting to shoot cranes. Dude, this deal this with is- you, it's really just, I'm starting to remember why we don't do this in the middle of the afternoon anymore. Well, in, in the late afternoon. And, and so that's the problem. We started late afternoon. That was, that was the deal. I, I thought I texted you earlier than I did, and then that old beer run kind of... Everything's Beer, gone off with the, the rail run at Texas Beverage and Package Where beer's always 10% off And you can pick up this new Tasty, tasty bottle Of Fiddler for a, With Georgia Hartwood Okay, so do you remember a couple of years ago We had a turducken Yes, I Easter. thought that's pretty decent It was Easter, right? Yeah, because Because th- I bought it for Christmas at Haley's parents On, on New Year's And then um, COVID COVID, yeah And then I think we ate it for Easter or maybe we just ate it randomly. It was either Easter or your birthday. Man, it wasn't my birthday. We might have just, I might have just cooked it one random weekend. It may have. But ate. either way, we, we either ate way, it. The turducken was fine and it was boudin stuffed. Yes. The boudin was good. The duck was probably my least favorite part of that deal, which is strange because I really like duck. I think they just didn't have a good duck. The, the turkey was probably my least favorite part of it because it was dry. The turkey was a little dry. Uh the duck I didn't remember being that bad. The stuffing was good and the, the boudan was good. Yes. Well didn't they have stuffing in it too? No, it was just boudan. Oh, just boudin. The boudin it was, was really just good. Boudin, Which stuffed Caitlin, Caitlin, Caitlin didn't a chicken stuffed inside of a uh, turkey. Yeah. Which Caitlin didn't like it because she doesn't like boudin. Milk. And the turkey was dry, so. If I'd have known was it was out. for her, maybe I'd have got the jambalaya version. Well, that's that's fair, but at the time you didn't know. I thought I was having Christmas for my wife's family at my house, and I thought, you know what, they deserve a turducken. I mean, I was I was very interested to try it, but it was it was a deal like this where you can buy it from. Right? The, no, I bought that from from our crawfish folks. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't this company. It was a, no, it was a, a different, different one. one. But, but I bought it from from people we buy crawfish and shrimp and stuff like that from. Um, I don't know. I, but your turkey didn't have the legs on it. It was no, it had legs. Oh, did it? Yeah. Okay, I thought it was more like remember a they were shape. crossed because okay, you didn't yeah. have no bones outside of the outside of the legs. So it's legs. it's just like that one in the picture. Uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. I I I've always been intrigued by the turducken and whatever this is um the turporkin. the, tur- ter- the turduckle, wool is one that i always wanted to cook that is quail inside of a pheasant inside of a turkey yes because i love pheasant that one does sound delicious See, this one this one like- doesn't sound bad i think if you took the uh the chicken out and had a good a good duck and then I think you, would, which I mean, you got the can with the chicken, but you could do it with the, the duck too. I mean, I think if you did it, but Turkey's probably one of my least favorite birds to eat because you really got to your cook a Turkey, right? I would say Turkey is my least favorite bird to eat. Yeah, it probably is. I mean, now that I think about it, probably my least favorite because they're so easy uh, to dry out. You know, from the bottom up, you got turkey, then you got chicken, and then you got—and this is the only birds that I've eaten. Um, well, I mean, you got you got quail, you got quail's delicious. So I'm gonna go. You turkey, got duck that's good. I'm gonna go turkey, and then chicken, and then dove. And then goose. And then duck, pheasant, quail. I don't know. I do like duck. The duck, pheasant, quail are my three favorite birds. Yeah. Yeah. Quail are probably the best. Or or my most favorite bird. Um, Duck's pretty good I'm trying to remember If I've had uh, crane They say crane's really good Crane's going to be right behind goose for me I prefer goose to a crane It's been a while since I've had crane But I I, I like goose My wife doesn't like goose so I had not eaten a lot of it Ribeye of the sky It is not But it's 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 solid. Your um, wife would probably put it above crane and probably duck. I don't know her thoughts on duck. Yeah, I'm not sure her thoughts on duck either because we hadn't hadn't had any in a while. I just say something the other day because I don't remember. I don't think I got any of the duck last year. I did. I know you did. You should have gotten one. See, there was a gap there. Some of us didn't get duck, and I can't remember if I got a duck. Because we shot our limit on pintails, we should have. But I can't remember if we all did. There was a there was another snafu on that deal, so it happens. I, I'm I'm not complaining. We had fun. That was the important part of that deal. And I'm gonna have fun again this weekend. That you are. And I'm gonna head to Texas Beverage and Package before I go. Are you? Yeah. What are you gonna get? I don't know, something cheap. You're going to get a bottle of this? You're going to get a bottle of their... Don't forget about their Doc Swanson's barrel pick that they've got? Swanson's. And um, I just bought a bottle of that the other day, and she kind of made a comment about how much I like it. So I'm probably not going to take that. Which they've got... If you want to know... She's getting a little judgy on me. She did say they have uh, several bottles in Groom that are almost out in Canyon. That's the word? Um, I was, I'm probably not going to get it, but I do know they have the Penelope Nine Year, which sounds, it's, it's so good. I've heard, I've heard, I hadn't tried it yet, Yeah, but I've heard. And you know, who knows? I might go buy Ballard's guns before, before I go to, oh yeah. Get you a new, get you a new shotgun to go hunting with. I was actually thinking about buying something for the cane. Oh, you going to take her with you? No, but Christmas is coming. Oh. She's getting to the age where she could go. Yeah, she's old enough. Yeah. But I'm not going to take her. because. Well, no, she I mean, but I you, you could go bear hunting around here. Yeah. I know you're not going to take her on this trip. I probably won't take her waterfowl hunting because she's a bit of a softy. Well, it's... Uh, and dove season is really where you want to start a lot more action. Guaranteed. You don't have to be quiet. Not you're as hide cold. hide is not important. Yeah, um, it's a lot easier hunt. Yeah, and if we ever move our bulls, then we can go back to skeet shooting. And we will move them eventually. Uh, yeah, because they're they're going to be sold. Really, sold. we are we are expecting it. Are you out of here? No high five. No low five. No knuckles. Apparently Haley is her best friend, but anyway. So uh, also, uh, where I'm not gonna go is the Cliffs Farms. You know why? Why? Because my passport's still not up to date. <laughs> Neither is mine. Need to work on that yeah, real bad. Right okay. okay. Real quick and in a hurry. I need to uh, need to go get my, my passport fixed. We do need to do that. Damn it, Zoe. Also, you know where I'm not going to go? Hey, leave the door open. Let the dogs out. Yeah. Ah, yeah. No. Yeah. Hey, tell the dogs to go downstairs. Go. All right. There you go. Also, you know so where I'm not going to go? <laughs> Me, club lambs, because I don't need no sheeps. Not on the jeep. But if you do, that's where you need to go. Exactly. So that went off the rails a way I was not expecting. And I go to Mo Cattle Company every day, and they got the bulls. They're ready to go. That we do. Look us up. Check us out. I don't know how you're going to do that, but uh, hit me up. We'll figure something out. Yeah, find us on Facebook. Um, and I think that's all I've got to say about this, Ross. We good? You want I, to do a trivia? We'll try before somebody comes back up here with her cohorts <laughs> and her markers. Isn't that what she said she's going to get? Yes. She gets distracted easily, so we might be all right. Which Which amendment to the United States Constitution ended Prohibition? Seventeenth? No. I can't remember that one. It was the twenty first. Okay. I was with him. Four? I guess. <laughs> Oktoberfest is hosted annually in which German city and capital of Bavaria? Frankfurt, Cologne, Munich. Or Berlin, Munich. Yes. Okay. Very good. Munich and Frankfurt were my. So the easy almost choices, asked for a fifty-fifty on that. The easy choices were Munich and Cologne. Okay. Well, so should have gone for it. Should have. Is Cologne in Germany? think so. I was thinking it was France for some reason. There's a cologne in Germany. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, folks, uh, make sure and check out all our wonderful sponsors that we already talked about. Through the chaos that ensued there. Yeah, sorry about the end of that podcast. It's, it's fine. It's fine, Royce. It's fine. It is what it is at this point. Y'all shouldn't expect anything better from our deal. Um, I don't really have any closing words. Just go out there and be thankful for what you have. This will come out, hopefully, the day before Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, maybe the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Probably the day before Thanksgiving. Um, so I hope everybody has safe travels, go eat something, have fun, be thankful for what you got and help somebody else out so that they can also be thankful for what you give them. Very good words. All I'm going to add to that is if you are traveling, you might watch out for the farm equipment on the road because there are still people harvesting out there. So to tie it into our first farming fuck up, you know, just be mindful of your surroundings. Always aware, always alive. There you go. That's what they say. All right. Well, everybody have a good week. We appreciate you listening. Thanks, y'all. Have a great day.